Si este lugar pudiera contar una historia, la historia que contaría es un lugar feliz. Welcome to Elixir of the Gods. We are entering our sixth chapter of this season. Just as a gentle reminder, we are on a road trip in Jalisco. Uh, actually, not we. It's uh, my lovely co-host Kate. Hello. Hi. And Diego. Hello. Hey. These two, they were traveling with our friend Esteban through Jalisco and uh, visited uh, producers and brought back some lovely, lovely interviews. And uh, we are going to our fifth interview and the last interview of this road trip uh, today. Uh, we uh, left at Benito and we are moving and visiting a legend. I think I can honestly say uh, a Correct. legend, El Lobo. Uh, you don't even say Don, right? Um, El Lobo, how, how is his actual name? So, uh, Don Gerardo uh, Peña. His name is Gerardo Peña. He is a Don. That mm -hmm. we were saying in last chapter, who do you call Don? He is a Don. He's older, uh, an old, not an elderly person, but older than us. And, and he, you would call him a Don. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he, he, you call him Lobo. Lobo. So when, when, when you're in front of him, he's Lobo. And he introduces himself like, I, hello, I am Lobo. So okay. okay. But before we come to Lobo, take us from Benito to Lobo, from one place to another? Uh, how does it change? How far did you have to travel? Uh, just give us a little... So more or less from Benito to Mascota, it takes you like 20 minutes by, yeah, by car. So Benito's El Mosco, where Benito is, on the way from Vallarta to Mascota. Uh, so we stopped with Benito, then we arrived to Mascota because we were going to overnight uh, there. We left the bags, went out for dinner, uh, some drinks. Again, Mascot is a wonderful town. And then the next morning, uh, by the way, also, Esteban was nice enough to open the house. He has a house there because he goes uh, every... Not It's not his house, but he rents a house that it's constantly for rent for him mm -hmm. because he goes once or twice a week, you know, so he spends several nights a year there. And his family loves going there because they have bikes and it's like a... a a retreat. Ha, a, exactly, like a retreat mm -hmm. for them. So we spent the night there. And then in the morning, we moved to Lobo because Lobo's uh, taberna is in between Mascota and now Guadalajara. So mm -hmm. in, a, in, in, a, in a line, it's Vallarta, Mosco, Mascota, where Lobo is, which is still Mascota, Guadalajara. Mm. So okay. that's why we did this this schedule. Okay. And how is the landscape there? So, yeah, I mean, as you mentioned so last... Because you mm -hmm. said, like, um, sorry, Benito was in a valley, like, you know, yeah. like, you put water in and it would be a lake. Mm -hmm. So how does Lobo's place? Lobo is, um, if the valley were surrounded by mountains, I mean, it's not like Whitecap Mountains. But he's not in a valley. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, so it's he's definitely higher up than Benito. I'm not sure what precisely. No, but it, higher. But higher. Yeah. And but still, I mean, you can. I was looking at the pictures today, and like very close to where he is, you could still see some, some foothills. I would say. So I mean, he's, he's on the foothill. No, his yeah, house yeah. is like on the foothill. So mm -hmm. if you come from the road and, and and you see Lobo's house behind the house, like far behind, but not too mm -hmm. far there's a mountain 
Yeah. So uh, 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 several mountains, like mm. a, a chain, a, a range. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. I don't recall that it being particularly hot. I no. just no. I no, mean, no. definitely it was cooler February. because the ele- yeah the elevation. Also. It was it was definitely cooler. Um, crystal clear, blue skies, and when you turn off the road on the way out of town, his home in the taberna is on the left, and so you just pull right up. And you park right in front of the house, and which is also where, at that time, the new still was being built. The oven, there, it's all right next to like the clothesline, and the kids' toys, and where they were chopping the agave was in, on the front porch of the house. The so home, again, like, really integrated to the to the yeah, yeah. The, the, so, family, the family was yeah. was working uh, yeah. as we were there. So, mm-hmm. and the oven is funny because now that you say it, the oven is part of the terrace. Mm-hmm. It's like if they they did a barbecue in the oven. <laughs> so I, I promise. It. So it's the terrace and like like in in a rectangular and in in one of the the, the ends of this rectangle, it's the oven. <laughs> so it's there. So mm-hmm. it's it's at the same time it's a workshop, but when it's not operating, it's their terrace. So so again, this really really close to ne- connection between the the spirit making and and the family life. And totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Also, a shout out to. His wife, who made breakfast for mm, us mm, that mm. morning, and delicious breakfast. Uh, delicious. Like, we have been speaking about the delicious <laughs> food we have had during the trip, but delicious again. And, and, and she was very nice. Like, she called us to the table, you know? She was like, hey, everybody, food's ready. And when we sat down, the food was already there, you know? It was like, okay, she, she like a ceremony, you know? Very nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Though she was also working, you know, she she was cooking and then she was. So, for what Lobo has told us, it seems uh, he he's already uh, transferring a great deal of the job, and it's uh, he has seven daughters, seven daughters, all daughters, all daughters, all daughters, all daughters. Wow. and his wife. So they operate, they do everything. He's mm-hmm. only there for distillation, and he says sometimes he's only there when they need help for the distillation. But it's his favorite part and he likes doing it. Mm. But he has also given the chance if they want to start distilling. But they know all the rest. He he thinks they know everything already, you know, mm. but he knows they know all the rest. So they do all the rest from, from the distill. Okay, so also the planting and the harvesting or? No, 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 no. Mm. They are young. Mm. So no, no, that's, that's hard work, you know, but also the other is hard work, but this is very... Manual robust, labor. robust, yeah, yes, to, yeah. To, to handle. No, no, they do. Once the hearts, the piñas are in the house, chopped, mm. and from the oven, once they come out from the oven, maybe they heat the oven. That I don't know. It's a possibility, but I don't think they even throw the piñas into the oven because mm. it's really like there. So heavy. he has a team. Lobo has a team for for people. But he has a team okay. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. uh, once they come out. The then girls, it's the family. The girls take over. Exactly. Then it's the family. Yeah. And I, that's what they were doing when we were there. We were chatting with Lobo and uh, yeah, his family was sitting on their terrace with big plastic buckets of roasted Maximiliana, chopping it by hand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I've, we have a couple of different videos that we can post about it. But that, yeah, like that was, that was happening when we were there. Yeah. And, and yeah. they gave us something to try. Yes, it was so good. So you ate the, the roasted agave? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, that it's, must be delicious. Huh? They, it's very it's, sweet. Huh? This specific one was mm-hmm. extraordinary. I have tried also from Tequilana. It's good, but it's much more f- fiber rich. And this one was really like caramel. So my favorite 
that I have tried from Maximiliana. Maybe the magic from the family cooking also yeah. that counts, man. It's yeah. not like they, they don't cook in autoclave, which when I have tried it from autoclave, first of all. Mm. Mm. Because where you have Different. tried it is yeah. see no, this is this is a, this is a masonry oven. This is like yeah. the, it's made for candy too, you know. Yeah. So no really good. Yeah. I have so I've tried several kinds of agave from various kinds ovens? of ovens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like steam ovens, autoclaves. This one out of the masonry oven. And then when I was in Oaxaca after this trip, it was cool at Real Monero. They had several, like maybe like eight different kinds of agave, you know, resting for a few days after the roasting before they crush. Okay. And so we just got to walk through and side by side taste. I was with the Fernandos. <laughs> okay. And side by side, we tasted, you know, s- several different kinds of Karwinskis. And then I forget all of them. But anyway, and that was super i mean you can't overstate the importance of tasting the roasted raw material because there's no way it's just like this light bulb goes on above your head because mm-hmm. there's nothing you can't get any closer than to these things that we have in the class than to try the roasted raw material so mm-hmm. and to do it you know side by side and see the massive difference between all of them incredible totally. I, I i i don't I don't think many people have done that exercise. It's incredible that you have. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I was very, very fortunate. And yeah, the, but this particular, the Maximiliana that we tasted was just like scrumptious and so juicy. Yeah. And again, it just, I mean, we, like we talk about, you know, the food. We always talk, we mention the food. One, because it, I just, I want to acknowledge just how very incredibly generous, yeah. yes, it, the, the generosity and the hospitality everybody showed Absolutely. up. Absolutely. But then also like all of these things are part of the overall context that these spirits Absolutely. come from yeah and so so yeah just like acknowledging all of the senses that we use that you're able to use when you find yourself in a place where these things are produced totally yeah it's and, yeah totally. good to point out it also gives you the the picture that you're in a house the food you know it's homemade yeah and you're in their home so that it is also important when we when we say we ate, think that it was in a kitchen where they eat every day, you know. So it's a family. It's not like that's also something, and that the family is present because if the person who's distilling he cannot be cooking. So at the same time, this it's all mixed up and in, in in the in the dynamic. And mm-hmm. we have pointed it once, twice, three times. We we if we say it a fifty hundred times, it's not going to be enough. It's a family work. It's mm-hmm. a family mm-hmm. company. It's a family. Uh, that's the way they do it. Yeah. Maybe you can... Um, did you see the fields? Uh, did you see the agave fields? Mm. So, Kate, Kate, Kate. Yeah, and maybe because you... you she, because you went on the truck with... Yeah. Oh, True. Ex, that's well, amazing. I mean, we, yeah, we have to talk about the man. We haven't really talked about... Yeah, absolutely, the absolutely. <laughs> the wolf, el lobo. Yeah. And it's Las Lobitas, or how do you, would you say it's girl? Las Lobitas, yeah. It would be Las Lobitas, but it's... They, he, no. We didn't. He he is Lobo, you know. It's Lobo. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Lobo. maybe I should the, say this. They no, can pick no, their no, own no, name, no. maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> no. Uh, but I mean, so like his name is a Lobo, and he kind of looks like a wolf <laughs> a little bit. Like he he has this long gray beard. He definitely looks like a member of ZZ Top. I don't yeah. know how many members <laughs> of our audience understand that reference, <laughs> but like there are a lot of similarities there. And he's got these like wraparound mirrored sunglasses and like a straw cowboy hat and it just yeah this long gray kind of like streaky beard and yeah just like but like also just like the most gentle soul absolutely just like a poet absolutely even even his voice is like sweet you know he's Mm. like he's a sweet person 
the way he speaks and everything, you can see he's sensitive, you know? Mm. Yeah. Even though the first image you, you get from him, it's like he's a... Tough dude, huh? Tough guy. Yeah. Tough guy. But he's very sensitive, you know? Yeah, it's interesting, just to, to refer back to um, our conversation with Benito the day before, it's the approach to the land. Both of them are completely obsessed with the plants. That's where their hearts really are. And both of them have such deep-rooted respect for the plants and for the land, and yet this totally different way of talking about it of like conceptualizing it. It's like really like we talked about Benito being the scientist and then, you know, like Lobo is the philosopher. And like Benito, you, I'm glad you said that because like you just reminded me something, it was a touching detail with Benito is that he really like, he seeks solitude in the plants. You know, like he yeah, walks, yeah, he walks the fields and like, you know, that's how he like... He said it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah that's not us telling a story. Like those yeah. are his words. And so... I don't want to make it seem like Benito is like cold and, and calculating and unemotional. Like clearly he is passionate about what he does and like gains meaning from it in his own way. He just expresses it in a very different way. Mm. And I mean, also we're talking about a man who introduces himself as Lobo. So like <laughs> also he's just character. Uh, maybe there's an analogy here. Um, so I come from natural sciences. I'm, I'm an engineer. And so there is a saying basically that philosophy And mathematics and physics, so so this the more calculating sciences, they are basically the same thing. They are just different approaches. So where you try, you know, where you from the mathematical point of view, you try to to find formulas and to describe the world. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas in philosophy, you try to do the same, but you you go uh, top down. So you you start with a concept and then then you're you're going down. Whereas in mathematics and physics, you You look at the small things and then you're going up. So you, mm -hmm. you try to find the little laws and, and then expand on the next law and then expand on the next law. Whereas in philosophy, you, you go the other way around. And it mm. seems a little bit like... Mm. like kind Benito of, and kind Lobo of. Are, it's, are it's, very, it's, very, it's a very poetic description you just gave, poetic. I mean, but yeah, using science, I, I, I kind of think it's, the, it's what you're saying. They, they're looking at the same thing, but from... Opposite sides, yeah, yeah. but they're looking at the same thing, and they and, and, and they both admire it as much. You know, this mm -hmm. circle in the middle of them, and they they're both looking at it, but they mm -hmm. both uh, are astonished by, by what they see. Yeah, it reminds me of the words on Lobo's still. El manantial del jefe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from what you can explain it better than me. What uh, he, he he has a there is a how do you call that manantial in. In English or in German, so a quelle. The yeah, source. A source. Uh, a, a, spring, a spring. A spring. A spring. Yeah, a spring. Yeah. Exactly. Fountain uh, spring, yeah. Exactly. He, he has a spring at home. So it's water coming out of the ground, you know, and he has like a little pond there. And on, on, on his. So, one very important thing to say not many producers in Mexico can produce in any type of distiller. So, Lobo can produce in wood can produce in clay and can produce in copper. He decides to use copper, but he has the three. So in the workshop, you can see the, the, that he has tried wood, he has tried clay, and he has tried copper. And his copper distill is his own personal design. 
So he didn't buy that. He drove it. He was even saying that he just got the new one because Kate said in the beginning of this chapter, uh, he they was built the new, yeah. the new one. And he designed this new one and he was mentioning that this new one allows less air. So the flavor and the profile would change and he, would, he thinks it's going to be better. So the guy's also a mad scientist. But <laughs> like we said, on the other side, he knows what he's doing, but from the, the eccentric side, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, on every... On all these artifacts, it, say, it, it says El Manantial del Jefe. And, uh, What does it mean? Uh, the spring of the boss. The spring of the boss. Uh -huh. The spring of the boss. And, and he explains later in the chapter, he explains that he's not the boss he's talking about. The boss he's talking about is... He even was very respectful not to say God or he was like a superior energy. Superior mm -hmm. energy, you know? So he... He feels blessed, so to speak. It's that he has a spring in his own house and this spring is coming from a superior energy too, mm, you know? Mm. So he's kind of like that, you know? Mm -hmm. he, like like in, in, all his words are like very... Uh, I mean, I think what you said, Albert, I mean, you really kind of nailed it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like coming from, as you described it, like, you know, coming from a greater, a higher power picture and then from above top but, down and then like yeah know. and then like finding your way within that so yeah and so that that does bring us to the fields which were unlike anything i had seen and as he described it like when i was riding in the truck with him he's like this is my garden and garden of eden <laughs> yes. that's very important that's very important to say because he the way he sees you know this is this is my garden like when he oh. goes out and just What is the, the, the flowers, you know? Like, yeah. He sees it like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It would be interesting to talk. I would, be, I would love to get a panel discussion between the two of them going. Also, Beto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they worship their plants. I mean, they have to, right? But, but like, they all have these very different, it seems like very different approaches. Totally. Oh, man. Not, that's an idea for next season. Yeah, that um, would be interesting. But anywho, we roll through and... What is particularly distinctive is that they're still, it's not like it's quote unquote cultivated, but they've not disturbed the land. So you're in a pine grove forest. And in fact, they've not only not cut down trees, but they've added trees. 300. And yeah. And so when you're, when you're walking around in this forest, at your feet are all these beautiful agave maximiliana that are in all sorts of ages, right? I mean, I didn't... There yeah, didn't, he, do, he yeah. does not have an order. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> he's, no. No. And it's cool, like, obviously he's very proud. When we talk about him being a gardener, I think about, like, my mom <laughs> and my sister and my grandma, all of whom are just, like, extraordinary gardeners and how much they love to just, like, they just walk around and they look at all of their plants and, like, year to year, they talk about the differences and it just, it is, there is a mindset. I don't have that mindset. I really respect people with it, but that's very much how, when he, when he looks around, you can tell. It's but the, the important to say, so when you see normally an agave field, you'll see agaves, soil. In this one, no. It's trees, agaves, and you see grass like grass you know yeah and uh flowers on the floor like on the rainy season it must look like a garden like really like green and flowers and i have seen photos because i have seen photos from esteban telling me like look at lobo's garden and it's really a garden yeah. you, 
I'll, I'll show you a picture yeah. and maybe I, I'm going to steal. Maybe put it on the. Uh -huh, I'm going to steal a picture from 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 not steal, but I'm going to ask <laughs> permission to use this picture from from somebody else and post it because you have to see what I'm talking about. This mm. he he doesn't uh, do the traditional process of taking everything away and just putting agaves in, you know? He leaves everything as it is, untouched. Yeah. It's very nice. And another cool thing, I think, I guess, that must be as a result of that is that we got to see lots of different ways the plants were propagating. I remember specifically there was, we stood above one where one plant that had been harvested, but then out of the heart was springing another plant. What? Right? Not completely harvested. So, because when you harvest completely, you take the heart. So it was maybe killed. How it, it was like like it it had been chopped, mm -hmm. but not killed, mm -hmm. and right. another plant came out. So if you harvest and you take the heart out, you it's only leave the roots. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. That was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Garden of El Lobo. Mm -hmm. Just to catch our listeners, so. Lobo is uh, doing the uh, La Venenosa Puntas, right? So, Correct. And he has his own uh, Lobo... Uh, El Lobo de la Sierra. Uh, Resilla. And we are having... Uh, yeah, we are having like a, an ensemble today from, yeah. from him, which from is him. new, kind of new to the market. But It is new. It's, it's, this is an ensemble from Maximiliana and Valenciana. And uh, he usually does uh, only Maximiliana. In, it's my personal opinion, one of the best agave distills mm. there is in the market, the Lobo de la Sierra. Anything you find from him, just grab a bottle. It's, uh, you won't make a mistake. I think I'd like to make a bet that I can taste a Lobo distill out of 100 mezcals. I have to try them all, of course. That's, uh, that's the good part of the bet, but I could, I could, I could find a Lobo distill. And I, I couldn't do that maybe even with a Lalo or something, uh, somebody like that, um, I, I probably couldn't do it, but with with Lobo, I th I think it would it would be the easiest to to detect. He has he, he I, I agree he has like a stamp. Yeah. He has a stamp on on the flavor. It's amazing the yeah. way he does it. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a very long conversation with him then, right? In your or is there anything uh, you looking at your notes, uh, Kate? So just a, an, an introduction uh, as you read uh, an introduction just for Lobo because he he is somebody that uh, lived in the United States for several years. He was harvesting in the wine industry the grapes. So oh, okay. In, yeah. So he in and around the Bay Area. Exactly. So he was up there for a while, and uh, that's part of his history. Maybe that's why he's so in love with the the plants and the the transformation of of sugars into alcohols and stuff. Mm. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And, that's exactly what I had in my notes. Yeah. Thank you. And he he can he can speak. You you will hear him uh, a bit of English. He understands a bit of English. And uh, I mean, I guess that's it. It's mm. he, he he'll give you. More I know. Enough. So we we when we prepared for your trip, we wanted to ask like three or four questions or something like that. So we prepared a couple of questions, and so, but with Lobo, I was really astonished when when I looked at the at the length of the conversation you had with him. So this must have been taken off and taking some yeah, bros. Yeah, he spins and it, was, it around very much. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's lovely the way he does it. You know, yeah. he spins around like. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. He was feeling very comfortable. Maybe it's also the last interview. Maybe we were also... No doubt. 
<laughs> exactly, yeah. We were also more relaxed and just, you mm. know, like, I mean, yeah, like with anything. Mm. But his daughters were not part of the interview this no, time, No, because right? we were in the garden. Mm. And we were already moving to Guadalajara. Mm -hmm. And they were working. Mm -hmm. Lobo was also working because he was showing us the, 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 the stuff, you know, but he was not working like hands-on the what the family was doing. Hmm. Which is, I guess, logistically speaking, like, it was a, a very short distance to the very. garden. From his house? Yeah. I mean, we were in the Five cars, minutes. but like, yeah. Yeah, really because cool. we were from there taking to, to... No, but he... I guess you take the car because there is no sidewalk. No. And it's a highway. And it's hot. So, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Thank you, guys, for this um, introduction to El Lobo. Dear listeners, enjoy the next... Uh, so we probably not even halfway through through this episode because it's a really long interview. And um, thank you so much for listening. This is the last interview that we have recorded with the actual producers. But in the next episode, we're going to have a little bit of a bonus for you. So don't stop listening to this season yet. So there's one more episode. Guys, thank you so much for doing this trip and describing and making creating some pictures in my head and in our listeners head to to be part of that road trip and thank you guys for letting us be part of that road trip thank you for listening guys and thank you for editing Albert. <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be possible same okay Oops. one more to go and then we wrap up the season take care bye bye thank you bye hello everyone uh we're here again i'm with kate and with gerardo peña also known as El Lobo de la Sierra. Uh, hola, Lobo, ¿cómo estás? Bien. Eso. Uh, the dynamic is going to be, I, I, Kate makes the questions, I translate. Uh, if Lobo feels comfortable, he answers in English. If he feels comfortable in Spanish, in Spanish, he does it in Spanish. And then I translate, okay? Lobo, thank you for inviting us, uh, because we had a, a very cool breakfast with you and your family and then now we are in the fields uh thank you for inviting us to your home thank you for coming it's a pleasure thanks let's get started yeah we're like diego said we're standing here in i mean to call it fields is not exactly how i would describe it for our people who cannot be here we're in a garden of sorts and we're in the middle of the woods And we have pine trees, and are these oak trees? Oh, yeah. Oak trees, yeah. And there's a ravine, and it's it's very lush. It's lush and dry and arid all at the same time. The air smells so much like pine. Yeah, smells really good. <laughs> and so our first question is, where are we? If this story, if this place could tell a story, what story do you think it would tell? Estamos en Jalisco, en el municipio de Mascota, en la Sierra Madre, por eso golemos todo esto. ¿eh? ¿Y cuál fue la pregunta? Eh, si este lugar pudiera contar una historia, ¿qué historia contaría? Si este lugar pudiera contar una historia, la historia que contaría... Es un lugar feliz. Feliz, yo lo siento feliz porque no tuvimos que tumbar un solo árbol para establecer la plantación. Un solo árbol no tuvo que caer 
para dar permiso a esta, a, a, a esta plantación. Eso es, a mí es una historia que me gustaría poderselas decir con palabras, pero sencillamente no las encuentro, porque no las hay. Porque es tan feliz como que no fue disturbado y tiene una absorción de dióxido de carbono enorme porque una planta de agave según me han dicho absorbe lo que siete árboles y aquí no se tuvo que derribar uno y se plantó una planta cada dos metros y veinte centímetros yo creo que sería una historia feliz, pero tan feliz que no puede describirse. No, no creo que pueda describirse. Ni pienso que todos la puedan entender hasta no verla. ¿da? Porque esto nomás es fonética, es solo palabra. Esto tiene que ser mucho más que visual. Es más, una, una imagen no lo transmitiría. Necesitarían respirarlo. <laughs> okay, uh, it's a beautiful answer. The answer uh, is on many layers. First, he started saying we're in Jalisco. Uh, more precisely, we are uh, in the Sierra Occidental, uh, and uh, that's to geographically locate us on where we are. But then. Uh, what story does this place uh, want to tell? He says it's a story of happiness. So first of all, no trees were touched. So the, the place is intact in, 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 in what uh, in relation to what the place was before he was here. The place is basically the same. But not only is the place the same in, in, in tree uh, in terms of trees, but they are also planted new plants every single two, 2,2 meters. So the quantity of absorption this place has, because uh, Lowe is telling us that every single agave has a capacity to absorb so much carbon dioxide as seven trees. So the absorption of carbon dioxide that this place is doing for the world can only uh, be translated as a happy story. And uh, he thinks, even though he tried his best to describe this as a happy place, it's impossible to say it in words. It's impossible to, to understand it. Not even with your eyes. He says the best way to understand it is through your nose. So being in this place and, and, and absorbing, you need more than one sense to understand the place we are uh, at this moment. Yes. yes, we're doing our best for you, listeners. We know, we know you're not here. <laughs> But that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, and so we're here uh, because of the plants, these beautiful plants, all of, almost all of which are Maximiliana. And so that brings us to the next question, which is how and why you became a distiller of these spirits. How and why? 
How? Because this is why I love the most. And how? It's because I wanted it. Siempre quise hacer un, un destilado que me pudiera tomar cuando, cuando me desahuciaron del hígado, que dijeron que no podía tomar un trago más de alcohol. Y empecé a estudiar alcoholes. Yo no, yo no, yo no hago vino por herencia, aunque sí la tuve, pero no lo hice por eso. Lo hice porque quería hacer un destilado que me pudiera tomar yo. Así empecé. Cuando me desahuciaron del hígado, me dijo el doctor que no podía tomar una gota de alcohol en toda mi vida. Y empecé a estudiar alcoholes. Y cuando supe que podía ser un alcohol tan limpio, que en vez de hacerte daño... Pues fuera casi medicina, no vamos a decir que es medicina. No, no quiero decir eso, absolutamente no lo haría. Pero para mí esa fue la inspiración, ¿verdad? Me puse a estudiar alcoholes y sabía, entendí que podía ser un alcohol tan fino que lo podía tomar, aunque no estuviera muy bien de mi hígado. Y luego me tocó crecer en esta zona. Cuando regresé, y, y, y vi los agaves, ¿verdad? Y sabía, había entendido que de un agave sale el alcohol más puro que pueda haber. Y de una manera artesanal lo podías hacer. Y es por eso, porque a mí me gusta tanto el vino como, como no se imaginan. Aunque ya, ya no tomo tanto vino ni puedo tomar tanto vino. Porque... Pero en un tiempo tomé vino, o oh, tomé vino. <risa> mucho, mucho. Mucho vino. Y vino de, de, de mala calidad. Sí, seguro. Sí. ¿Verdad? Que dañó sí. mi persona. Entonces, por eso yo quería hacer mi propio vino. Y para mí vino a ser una pasión. Y cuando vi que podía hacer esto, y a mí, jardín, cultivar una planta, a mí es... es, es aunque no tumbé ningún árbol aquí, como ven, ya he puesto más de 300 árboles aquí. Aunque podrían decir, ¿qué necesidad hay de poner árboles aquí? Aún he puesto 300 árboles aquí. Y voy a seguir poniendo a lo mejor otros 300 más, aparte de los magueyes. Pero eso fue, ¿por qué? Porque, porque yo quería hacer un vino que me lo pudiera tomar, porque... No es fácil. Yo nunca... Tengo 16 años que no me tomo un trago de vino así tan fácil de, de un vino industrial. No, no, absolutamente. No puedo, ¿verdad? Porque no, 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 no. Y yo quería producir, por eso hice esto, porque quería producir mi propio vino y porque entendí que del agave viene el mejor vino. Y sé que el, a mí este agave no tiene... No tiene químicos. Aquí no rociamos weed killers, no rociamos pesticidas y no usamos fertilizantes. 
lo hacemos lo más orgánico y respetuoso que se puede hacer con el medio ambiente. Y es mi pasión. Yo no estoy aquí por lo demás. Lo demás vino solo. <risa> yo, yo estoy haciendo esto porque quería hacer un trago que yo me lo pueda tomar. Punto. Ok. Uh, why, no. How uh, and why was the question and he answers. Uh, the main reason was very simple. Uh, he wanted to produce a distill he could drink and then he goes back into his history explaining that uh, when he was younger he used to drink uh, a lot and uh, and there was a moment where the doctor said dude you cannot drink anymore like you have to stop drinking uh, his liver was uh, malfunctioning so he says he has high passion for 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 for, for drinking he, he he really loves it he cannot do it anymore so often but he really loves it. So he, he said, okay, then I have to produce my own drink. And how am I going to do it? When he came back, uh, like he's explaining, uh, he remembered the agave fields. He saw the, the, the agave fields and he was like, I know the best steel you can produce comes from agave. So uh, I am going to make my own agave distill. And... Uh, so that he could keep keep drinking and he's he, he's very proud of the of the distill he's producing. Yeah. And did you also say this is your way of you said something about el jefe? Oh yeah. Cuando escuches hablar del manantial del jefe, which is the name of my taberna. The jefe is done because of me. Oh, no, 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 please, no. No. The jefe, that means, however you conceive, ay, caray, ya me fue el inglés, da como lo concibas. O sea, una fuerza más grandota, da? Una fuerzota más grandota. ¿Cómo se llama, da? Es por eso que se llama el manantial del jefe. No, no por mí, oh, no, no, por favor. Soy sarcástico, soy, soy soberbio, pero no, nunca al grado de eso, no. Mi, sar, mi soberbia es sarcasmo. Ok. Porque yo sé lo que soy, así sencillitamente. No, 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 please don't call me el jefe, jamás, no, 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 no. Ni cerca de eso, no. Ok. So the, the El Manantial del Jefe, which means uh, the, the spring of the boss, it's not because of him. It's uh, because of uh, God or whatever you want to call that superior force, whatever you believe in. So uh, it's the spring of the higher power. That's it. Let's call it the higher power. Okay. Thank you. Uh, by the way, I forgot, sorry, sorry. I forgot to say from the previous answer from Lobo, not only did they not touch any trees, they have all, they have planted 300 trees extra to the terrain. And I forgot, and that is a super cool detail. And he says maybe he, they plant 300 more. But until now, they have planted, and I forgot that from the previous answer. Sorry. Yeah, you're the worst. Thanks, Diego. <laughs> so, how many... I'm curious to know how many people you have helping you with all of this work and 
who do you think will take over when you're done? How many people? Oh, principal, principalmente mi familia, mis hijas y mi esposa. Como pudieron ver, nadie más trabaja en la taberna que ellas. Podemos tener ayuda para todo lo demás, pero para procesar en la gabe hasta la fecha, y es cosa que me siento orgulloso, me siento feliz de que pueda tener ese, ese toque, ese touch, de que lo hagan ellas, si lo vieron, ¿verdad? Sí, sí. Ojalá que, que, que una imagen, pero ni siquiera una imagen podía decir lo que siento, ¿verdad? No, para mí es como... No, me, me hace feliz, pero pero feliz, feliz. Y me hace sentir seguro de que si yo me voy mañana, ellas lo pueden seguir haciendo. ¿Por qué? Porque las vieron haciéndolo. Lo que me toca hacer a mí, hey, quedará allí. Ni modo que le rehuyan a eso absolutamente por un tiempo. Y ojalá por, por mucho pueda seguir después de que yo me vaya, porque sí me daría gusto que eso siga, porque si nomás esto se hace hasta el día que yo me vaya, o me llevo el secreto a la tumba, no me gustaría, no me sentiría orgulloso. Se lo pasas al Esteban. Esteban, you got to spend como 50 mil días allí. De veras. Mira, eh... Mi familia está allí y palabra que cada día me tienen que llamar. Por lo bueno es que cuando vayan no van a poder. Me tienen que llamar para decir. ¿Cómo ves? Pero es porque estoy aquí. ¿da? Por el día que no esté aquí se van a acordar de todo. Es lo bueno que esté bien mucho tiempo aquí para que cuando me vaya ya todo esté, todo esté bien transmitido. Right. Absolutamente no más cuestión de decir. Cabrón, ¿qué decía el viejo de esto? <laughs> okay, so uh, we saw and we have pictures, so go to the site, guys, to, to understand the answer uh, Lobo is giving, which is uh, his wife and daughters are the only ones working in the taberna. Uh, he has help in the on the in the fields and, and, the and only me. And ah, for, no. a veces poquito lo puedo relegar. Pero de destilling todavía lo tengo que hacer. Y me da gusto que lo, que lo tenga que hacer. Porque si ya no lo tengo que hacer, Pero pues sí. ya no voy a ser parte, no me voy a sentir parte de sí. todo eso. Sí. Sí. Claro. So they work on every other aspect but distilling, the family. So everything that is previous. And then when it comes to distilling, he wants and likes to be there. Uh, on your question, Uh, about who will take over, uh, he would be immensely proud that his family kept uh, the... He says he doesn't come from a, a, a line of, of distillers, though in his family there was a tradition. He and doesn't... Esteban. And Esteban? And Esteban is going to today. Va a heredar a Ya tiene el ring. The ring of power. <laughs> 
And Esteban, he says Esteban is also going to, to inherit the, the, the taberna. Uh, so he would be immensely proud that the family kept the tradition. And uh, he says they, they still call him for many things. But one day he will be gone and they will not be able to call him. And he's sure that they will still do all right. Figure out how to do Exactly. He will. They will. Uh, hey, como no. Chécale. Chécale lo adentro que se meten. Chécale. Van a poder hacerlo cuando yo no esté. Palabra que van a... Yo, mira, eso es lo que me da más gusto. Por eso quiero que nomás ellas trabajen ahí. Porque no había otra manera de que se involucren así. Si yo les contrato unos ayudantes para que hagan lo que los vieron que estaban haciendo... ¿Cómo lo podrán hacer cuando yo me hey, Van a contratar los ayudantes cuando yo me vaya, pero van a tener la capacidad de supervisarlos. Sí, sí, sí. Pero ahora les toca aprender. Y a veces es poquito así, físico, pero va a ser bien bueno para ellos. Porque hey, todos lo van a saber hacer. Porque lo van a haber hecho físicamente. Ese es un orgullo que, que es un orgullo que me rebasa, me rebasa, me rebasa, me, me rebasa. No me puedo sentir más feliz ni más seguro de que esto va a seguir cuando veo que eso está pasando. Okay, uh, he's again immensely proud that the family. He sees the family working, and though he could hire people to help them, he chooses not to because he thinks uh, it's. It's very important that they learn how to do it. And he thinks when he's gone, they will hire people to do it. But he doesn't care because he thinks if they hire people, they will know how to supervise those people. So I think the question of, of our next question, which is who is who's, who's, what's, what makes him prouder, I think it's obvious, which is the family. And it's a beautiful story because, uh, guys, let, let us repeat this. Uh, only chicas. Only women. You heard that right. Yeah, it's only chicas working working there, and and that that's really super cool because this one of the best tabernas. Because I only had Doras, I got seven, and all Doras, I got no sons. All Doras. And I the chicas are gonna take over. The chicas is gonna take over. No that about it because I got no sons. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, girls wants to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another song. <laughs> it's a good one. And you're a good dancer. Do. <laughs> you can keep dancing. Though. No. Right. Lo bueno que no hay Puedes bailar. No vas a quedar grabado. Design image. That is important. Well, that is listen. Esa es la magia de la red. Crear imagen que tú las puedes crear a tu gusto. O nomás te doy el preámbulo y las crías a tu gusto. No manches. At the Gusto. We didn't say that Lobo is wearing a really nice pink bikini <laughs> out of the forest. Hey, pink and is my favorite color. I know, I know. I know a really trust. nice pink bikini. Yes, well, we try to leave things to people's is, imagination. It's the, it the magic it of the radio. Don't exactly. describe it, though. <laughs> just talk about how to, to print images in the, in, in the, in the listeners. Don't describe it. No, you, you, it's really just something you have to see for yourselves, exactly. people. Exactly. 
So like smelling really, this forest, you yes, have to see Lobo it. in a thong. Yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my bad. It was an espido. <laughs> so of all of all this beautiful experience that you just described, from the plants that obviously you love almost as much as your children, maybe. Uh, all three. They the, my through, yeah. I didn't love it much, but I seem to <laughs> love it to my children. Yeah. So, and then there is the process. So we're caring for the plants, and then there is the process of actually producing. So then, what is your favorite part of all of that we just talked about? Oh, that's a good question, because I got a favorite part. Se me afigura una buena pregunta porque sí tengo una parte favorita. La destilada. ¿No? Oh. <risa> o, la, o, o la tomada. Hey. <risa> me, me, ah, hay, me, me encanta cuidar una planta. Okay. Soy jardinero de nacimiento. Y destilador por afición, por necesidad o por gusto, como le quieras llamar. Entonces están todas las partes, a mí, mis favoritas partes están juntas porque no hay nada que ame más que crecer una planta. Por eso no derribé ningún árbol, porque yo detestaría tumbar un árbol. Quiero plantarlo. Y transformarlo es una, es, 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 una, es una magia, es una pasión. Es como, como una pasión por la alquimia. ¿Sí ¿Me entiendes? De ver eso y convertirlo en algo así como tan hermoso. Es una pasión, yo creo que de todos. Yo creo que de los que entienden fermentación y de los que no entienden fermentación, yo creo que todos los que aman el bus... El espíritu tiene una pasión por hacer una cerveza, por hacer un destilado, absolutamente lo entiendo, lo creo, porque, porque lo viví, porque cuando yo hice mi primer destilado, fue como una cosa maravillosa, como parir algo, como give to something. Eh, he, so for the question... He has two, basically the whole process he adores, but he has two parts that he, he thinks are really his favorite. He's a gardener by heart. So he loves, uh, he's in love with plants and uh, planting a plant is something that he really, uh, it's something that drives him crazy. He loves to do it, to do that. And second, uh, the transformation, uh, not, not, not specifically destillation, but creating booze. So he thinks uh, everyone with a, with a passion for what they drink has a curiosity of understanding how booze is made. And that's what drove him to, to start. And uh, he loves the transformation of the liquid because he feels it's like alchemy, which is. Uh, and, 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 and that transformation is something he simply adores. And if I understood correctly, the first time you tasted something that you made, 
it was a little like giving birth to something new. Exactly. Oh, para mí, ese, para mí eso fue como una cosa bien bonita, bien hermosa. Es como, para mí fue como increíble haber podido hacer eso y para mis, para mis maestros fue también increíble porque tuve maestros ¿verdad? que querían probar lo que hice. Tenía un tío que hacía vino en esos días, ahí estaba haciendo vino y él quería probar mi vino, aunque no me dijo cómo hacerlo. Él quería probarlo porque tenía dudas que lo podía hacer. Y cuando él tuvo esas, esas dudas que él me manifestó, me hicieron sentir todavía más bonito lo, mi parto, porque para mí fue un parto. Para mí, eso es una pasión, para mí es una pasión. No manches, ¿te imaginas ver mi primer trago de vino hecho? No, no lo puedo describir, es más, nunca lo había expuesto, nunca se lo había dicho a nadie, como lo estoy diciendo esta vez. No, para mí fue como una cosa maravillosa. Solamente una madre me puede entender. Punto. Que parió un niño, porque yo parí un... un para mí fue una, una cosa, pero de, de, de hermosa. Hermosa, hermosa, pero hermosa. No, no lo puedo decir en palabras. Ok, so... He, he, he's saying that uh, what he is sharing right now, he hadn't shared before. Uh, so publicly and that only a mother who has given birth will understand the following words but for him it was really like giving birth when he saw his first uh, bottle of his own distill and, and 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 it's really really if if anybody saw how much work there is behind each bottle it's incredible the the no estaba mi familia en esto, estaba yo solo cuando eso pasó. Pero fue tan hermoso que quise traer mi familia, porque podía haber tenido, tenía muchas razones y motivos para mantener mi familia fuera. Pero era tan hermoso para mí que quise, que quise que vinieran a eso. Palabra que eso fue lo que me trajo a detenerlos en eso, porque había podido contratar gente que me ayudara en eso, pero era tan hermoso que quería tener mis hijas metidas en eso. Y lo conseguí. Ahora están en eso, las vieron. ¿Sí? Y eso, oh, eso me hace feliz como no se imaginan. Feliz como lo parece. Oh, sí. Pensé que tenía que callar. No, no, no. Me han callado tantas veces no. en el mundo. Que no manches. Uh, so, so, he, 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 he loved it so much that he had to invite his family. It was, uh, he, he could have done it with, like, with other people and stuff, but he wanted to share it with his family because it's something that he loves that much that uh, he's extra proud of having brought the family into the business. Mr. Lobo. Sí. Gerardo, <laughs> Lobo, Esteban. Eh. No, you go, you go. Yeah. One last question. So, like we talked about, our listeners are in Europe, usually, and they can't be here. So, is there any message or anything you want to say to them before we go? 
Para los fans. Un mensaje para los fans, Lobo. Oh. Para los fans. Chécale cuánto me dilaten y poder articular esa pregunta, porque esa pregunta como que me vuela así como me vuela mi cerebro. Pero para los fans. Oh, para los, para los, oh, deja, deja, deja articulo y me vas a ver en lo que articulo decir cosas como, como preámbulo, así como no sacadas de contexto, pero me vas a ir haciendo lo que cualquiera se, a, haría en secreto, yo lo voy a hacer en voz alta. Venga. Para mis fans, uh, que tienen una parte de mi corazón cada vez que se chinguen un trago. <risa> Que sencillamente tienen un pedacito de mi sentir en ese momento y de mi pasión que a lo mejor no entenderán con la profundidad que yo entiendo y por eso no puedo ser tan intenso. Porque si me paso de intenso, a lo mejor me paso de todo. <risa> Pero me cae que... El, que que con palabras me quedo corto, pero con mi trabajo, sencillo, si quieren saberlo, que le den un zip. Y ahí van a ver toda la pasión, que dejen ir su mente. Porque no tenemos imágenes, porque eso se da, esto es de puro verbo. Y no hay tantas imágenes. Y aún las imágenes no podían describir de lo que estamos probando. Chéquele. ¿eh? ¿Qué van a poder probar no, no o saber lo que estamos probando? Necesitarían una experiencia más grandota como dejarse que la greña y venir a visitarnos así, ¿no? solamente. Pero de lo así como uh, pues, que, los, que, que mi corazoncito pues va en ello. Y cada vez que prueben un trago tendrán una parte de mi corazoncito y de mi sentir. Absolutamente van a sentir lo que estaba sintiendo en ese día, en ese lote, en eso. La pasión va primero, ¿da? en todos tendrán la pasión y en cada lote tendrán un movimiento. Porque si estamos hablando de alquimia, ¿cómo nos podemos así como limitar a una palabra? Es tan inmenso como indescriptible. Pero absolutamente los invito a que sigan probando. Que sigan probando y cada vez tendrán un poquito más de los que les quiero decir. Pero si lo quieren experimentar al siguiente grado, pues ya saben lo que tienen que hacer. ¿no? Seguirlo probando y cuando tengan tiempo. Pues aquí los esperamos, ¿verdad? Dejarse que la greña. <laughs> so, uh, it's impossible to describe, but he, he, he wants the listeners to know that every, not the listeners, the people who drink the agave distilled called Lobo de la Sierra uh, are drinking a piece of his heart and are drinking a taste of his passion. Those were the words. So, Uh, he cannot, they will, if they cannot come, they can at least experience a bit 
close your eyes, uh, try to use your imagination and have a sip of this uh, distill because you will be almost touching Lobo's heart. Uh, he's very poetic on that. And uh, the, the, if you want to really try to understand better, then you have to come because then you will understand much more of what the distill is all about. And you really would have to come. It's really the, the experience goes to an, a whole different level. If you're here and you get to know him and uh, I understand these words like really good, you know, if, if you're here, you have the smells, you, you see you, everything, uh, you're using all your senses to understand and that's what he thinks. It's complicated, but he says thank you and you're, you're, you're sipping a bit of his heart. That's gold. That's really beautiful. Lobo, thank you very much for thank this you. visit, for thank talking you. with us, for sharing so openly. Thank you. Muchísimas gracias, Lobo. Todo lo hago con el corazón y hasta recibirlos, mi pasión. Muchísimas gracias. Quiero, compago, quiero compartirlo con ustedes. I want to share. No, no lo hubiera hecho solo para mí. Y si lo hubiera hecho solo para mí, no hubiera querido que mis hijas lo siguieran, porque lo quiero seguir compartiendo con el mundo, mi entender. No mi saber, no, 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 mi entender, mi entender. Que de esto mismo se pues, entiende de bien muchas maneras. Pero quiero que siga estando. Por eso quise que estuvieran mis hijas involucradas en esto. Y parece que lo aman. Okay, uh, he, 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 it's all about sharing for him, uh, that's why he brought in his family, that's why he's so happy that we're here with him, and uh, he doesn't want to, to share his knowledge, he wants to share his vision, his understanding, but not the knowledge, he, he's, he, he doesn't want to pretend to be uh, uh, like a, a wise person, but the way he sees life, that's what he wants to share. And uh, that's why he's so happy that his, his family is still uh, in the business and he thinks they love it. Uh, so that makes him very happy. Muchísimas gracias, Lobo. Otra vez. Eh, muy chido estar aquí. Uh, we're just thanking Lobo. And everyone, guys, uh, I think this, this concludes the, the interviews we could make. Uh, Kate? Prost. Salud, everybody. Salud. Salud. Salud.